Greetings and welcome to the Antithesis of Superwoman. I'm your host, Recovering People Pleaser and ASW Encouragement Coach Von Fuller, and I am so excited that you are back with me as we progress on this journey of living our best lives without the cape. Today, we're going to talk about rest in unlikely circumstances and how our perspective can impact our health. All right, let's get into it. Again, welcome. Before we dive into today's topic, as always, I want to address a few things. One, I am not a licensed therapist. I am solely a person who's passionate about encouraging people to live their best lives. Two, I am a Christian. If I will share personal experiences that are going to involve my beliefs, I am not going to force my beliefs on you on this podcast. And three, I identify as a woman, hence the podcast name, and I'm surrounded by a lot of women. So a lot of my examples will be a women. However, men, please know I am fully aware that we have supermen out there as well. And if you're feeling the weight of the world on your shoulders, but feel like you can't express it because you have to maintain this strong and unshakable image, then this podcast is for you. And if you enjoy hearing encouraging tips and tools to go from overwhelmed to overjoyed, then join the Encouragement Fam. Remember to click subscribe, like, rate, and review if you have Apple products. Okay, so now that we've gotten all the logistics out of the way, let's discuss rest. And FYI, y'all may hear my voice go in and out. I'm recording in the morning, so sometimes my voice does that in the morning. Anywho... I want to jump right into this because this topic is near and dear to my heart. So first, you know me, you know how I feel about definitions. Let's get into the definition of rest. So according to the dictionary, Merriam-Webster's, rest is a bodily state characterized by minimal function and metabolic activities, or it could be repose or sleep. It can also be freedom from activity or labor. Essentially, it's sleeping or chilling. And I'm going to be talking about it from both angles. And I could be wrong, but I don't think any of us are unaware of the importance of rest. Rest is not only good for us mentally and emotionally, it's also good for our bodies physically. I believe I've alluded to this before in previous episodes, but just real quick, getting real rest can actually rejuvenate and repair your body and your mind. It regulates your mood. It's linked to better learning and better memory function. It decreases stress and it increases your focus. It likes to get your creative juices going. So if you stuck on something, you need some ideas, get some sleep. It's surprisingly enough, which is something that I just learned, can also increase your pain tolerance. So you are actually less sensitive to pain than you would be if you didn't get a good amount of rest. And although a lot of people used to search for the fountain of youth, it's actually been determined that the real fountain of youth is rest. How about that? Simple. I'm for real, for real. I'm not going to uh, put myself out there, but maybe I am going to put myself out there a little bit. 
Your sis been getting some gray hairs, and I'm wondering if maybe that's because I'm not getting enough rest. So I don't have to look into that. <laughs> we all know what it does on the flip side, though. Not getting enough rest negatively impacts your mood. It impacts your immune system. It negatively impacts your memory and increases your stress level. Just think of essentially all the opposites of all the things that I just mentioned in terms of benefits. It does the opposite of that when you don't get enough sleep. And if you go for too long with lack of sleep or lack of rest, you can literally die. And I hate to be such a Debbie Downer, but I got to keep it real with y'all. It's that important. All those slogans you hear about I sleep when I'm dead or sleep is for suckers are said by people who honestly get the best sleep. I mean, I'm not there watching them, but I'm I'm pretty sure they're getting some good sleep because they know if they don't, it can actually kill them and they want to live longer so they can make more money selling y'all them one-liner dreams, okay? <laughs> Anywho, I digress. At the end of the day, when you look at the side effects of being on either side, I think I know what side of the pendulum we all want to be on. And yes, I'm making that assumption that we all want to get the benefits that rest brings our way because we're all on this journey of living our best lives without the cape. So why is it so difficult to get good quality rest though? The CDC says that one in three adults don't get enough sleep. I'm going to say that again. The CDC says one in three adults don't get enough sleep. Japan and America are the two worst countries when it comes to getting sleep or actually healthy rest. And that's terrible. Honestly, I think there are a lot of factors that play into that, especially when it comes to sleep. But I just want us to take a moment to really think about how terrible that is. I mean, that's terrible. We got to do better. I actually may do a part two on this that focused specifically on sleep because there is so much information on the topic and it's all important for us to hear, honestly. It really is. We need to know this stuff. But getting back to the point, I think it's difficult to get good quality sleep here because of how our society has been transformed. When you think about what technology has given us, we have access to information 24-7 compared to a time when... Our grandparents used to talk about TV just going off at a certain time. And when you look at the fact that jobs now give you laptops and phones that they expect you to keep on so you can reply to messages or concerns even after business hours. And when you think of economically, how now most people cannot survive on one job. So they need to have multiple jobs just in order to stay afloat. And I'm going to be honest, being in the sandwich generation, when you're trying to juggle helping your Asian parents, but also taking care of your kids, and then also having something left for yourself, a little bit of time for yourself, it's difficult. So I can see why there's issues getting actual rest. And that's not even mentioning the fact that we live in a microwave and FOMO society. Y'all know FOMO means fear of missing out, where everything is expecting to happen right away and if we sleep or take some time to rest then we may actually miss something really important or really fun and I know y'all didn't ask for my opinion but y'all here so I'm gonna give it to you anyway (laughs) one of the things that I think may be the biggest contributor to our lack of rest is perspective and I know you're probably like what where is she going with this 
I know y'all was riding with me and then I made a hard left, but stick with me, y'all, okay? Perspective is everything. For instance, a friend and I were talking about recognizing opportunities for rest. And it led me to think about how there are so many situations that we take as negative or we take as a rejection that we really should be taking as an opportunity of rest and rejuvenation. So let me give you some examples of what I'm talking about. Sometimes your rest looks like not being invited to that party. That party that some of your friends got invited to and they went without you. Could have actually been your answer prayer to get some quiet time alone. But instead, you focused on how wrong and petty the host of the party was for not inviting you and trying to play detective to find out why, as well as play stalker by looking at all the profiles of the people who went looking for photos. (laughs) That is a rest opportunity wasted. Or maybe it looks like that fabulous looking getaway trip that you didn't get an invite to. Instead of brooding over the lack of invite and how much fun everyone else seems to be having, how about using that time of rest to self-care by getting things done that you've wanted to tackle for weeks or months but just never had the time? Don't let it be a rest opportunity wasted. It can even look like that job you didn't get after they brought you back to interview three times. The job you thought you were shooing for and seemed like the perfect position for you and the interviewer seemed to really like you. Let it go, sis. Let it go. That interview denial actually could have saved you from working 90-hour weeks because they would have hired you for one position knowing full well they were expecting you to perform the duties of three different positions to include the supervisors depending on how they felt that day. So you staying in a slump over it is a real waste of a rest opportunity. Now I'm about to go a bit deeper here with these examples. So you may get a little uncomfortable, but stay with me all, okay? That relationship that you're no longer in, that you thought was going to be your forever and always... You just knew they were going to be the perfect one for you. Once some things were tweaked and they worked on a few areas, right? Look, that is a huge rest waster if not handled properly. So I encourage you to let that situation go. That means you saved yourself a whole lot of stress, time, and lack of rest. And I'm not saying there won't be hurt involved. I'm not saying you won't feel pain from the loss. The loss of a relationship is painful. I get that. Especially one where you had plans for a lifetime and it ended shortly or abruptly. I get it. So feel your feelings. But like I always say, do not get stuck there. Plus think about how much time that leaves you now to restore and rejuvenate. It's a perfect opportunity to really spend some time enjoying your own company and enjoying and accepting who you are in this moment. Because you're not the same person that you were a month ago. You're not even the same person you were 30 minutes ago. If you don't believe me, look it up, okay? Our bodies are constantly changing. Literally everything on your body is either healing, changing, growing, or aging. But back to the point. It's a great opportunity to really dive into what makes you, well, you. And my last example is when that person you're used to helping out suddenly tells you they no longer need your help. Whether that's a friend, children, siblings, a spouse, or even on a job. Whatever it is and whoever it is. It's easy to get caught up in feeling like you don't hold the same value to them 
when really you should look at this as a time to rest. And can I be really real with y'all? This is a terrible side effect of wearing a cape. We tie our value and worth into people needing us. So when they no longer need us, we take it as a personal offense that we're no longer worthy of being a person of importance in their lives. I mean, what's the point of a superhero if there's no turmoil to fix and no one needs saving, right? Right? Wrong. Please know that your value isn't tied to being needed. The two best parts about not being needed is one, you can actually take some time for you. Rest, relax, get that massage you've been wanting to schedule. Because I mean, y'all never seen superheroes getting a massage or a mani-pedi. I'm just saying. This is a time where you can seriously take some you time to fulfill your own needs. Save your own day, okay? And the second best part about not being needed is that it gives you the beautiful opportunity to be wanted. And I guarantee you, it's way better to know that you're wanted rather than needed. And I actually want to spend a little bit more time talking about the side effect of the cape. Side note, I may actually do another episode on side effects of the cape. I kind of like that. It has a nice ring to it. But placing your value on the ability to wear a cloak is tough and it's detrimental to our body. Honestly speaking, I think this issue is worse in the Black community, especially for Black women. Why, may you ask? Well, I'm so happy that you asked. It's not uncommon for women of all backgrounds to find laying the cave down as a challenge. But for centuries, Black women were expected to wear the cape no matter what. Although this goes further back than enslavement, it became a brutal necessity for survival during slavery. While enslaved for 400 years, our value was literally determined by what we could accomplish. You were worth more if you could do more for more people. The more you could do, not only the longer your cape, but essentially the safer you were. Because it was determined if you had little value then why would they keep you around? So you either get sold off or worse, tortured and killed. So I acknowledge and sympathize with why the cape was passed down. They passed that cape down as well as the value to accomplishment ratio that is tied to that cape because that's what they knew as a necessary form of protection and safety. But now we've learned a couple of things about those capes. It's not actually the safest form of protection present day. In actuality, it's become toxic, slowly killing us through various diseases caused by the stress and burnout of that thick, old, moth-ridden fabric, okay? And two, it doesn't work. There is nothing that cape can really do to save you because literally you wearing the cape in the first place puts you and your well-being on the back burner while you save everyone else's day. It's actually holding you back. Well, I say no more. It needs to end. For centuries, Black women weren't allowed to put the cape down, no matter how tired, burnt out, and broke down we were. Now that we don't need to wear it, we don't know how to live without it. We really don't know how to put it down to let that heavy and burdensome weight go. What used to be forced upon us is now worn as some sort of badge of honor and gets easily, and might I add erroneously, typecast as a character of a Proverbs 31 woman. Yeah, I went there. (laughs) No, ma'am, that is not 
a Proverbs 31 woman at all. What it actually is, is a woman that was taught that without accomplishments, she wouldn't be worth anything. Someone whose self-esteem has been so malnourished, she doesn't think that her in her purest form, just as a person or a human being, would ever be considered worthy of the best unless she's doing something for someone else and putting forth the effort to prioritize making others feel at their best. And that's not the same thing. So I want to encourage you to start looking at situations differently than the rest of the world at this point may actually look at it. What may look on the surface like a negative situation, whether that's a rejection, a denial, a loss, a downsize, even a cold, whatever it may be, adjust your perspective and recognize that maybe that situation had those results because it was designed to give you rest. Then look to see if you can find an opportunity for rest in it. And I bet you, you can. Also, don't be afraid to put that cape down. You do not need to live by your value to accomplishments ratio. Okay? All right. And with that, it's time to move on to our weekly segments. We got the encouragement challenge, the beacon of encouragement, and the encouragement quote. The encouragement challenge this week is get some real rest. And actually seek out opportunities for it in the most unique or unsuspecting situations. And then tell me if that doesn't change your perspective. And let me make this note of clarification. Rest is not being silent or giving someone the silent treatment. While you're fuming on the inside and giving them a piece of your mind and your head. Okay, that is not rest. Silence does not equate to rest. And rest is not being in a bed, but stressed out and unable to actually quiet your mind. That is not rest, okay? So make sure you're actually practicing the art of real rest when you find it in those unique opportunities that others will look at and label as something worth being unhappy about. You now know better than that. And you now, guess what? You can actually help them. So see how this works? This is a perfect example to show how putting a cape down can actually lead you to helping more people in the right way. Next, we have this week's Speaking of Encouragement, and I'm excited about this one, y'all. We are celebrating Naomi Osaka. Naomi, who is 23, recently took a stand to not do any press before her tournament. She shared that they often cause her anxiety, before she would have to play and she didn't want to have to deal with it. Well, instead of being supported, she was fined $15,000 and publicly rebuked by the very league and tournament she was going to play for, thinking they would be able to bully and shame her into either, I guess, changing her mind and sitting for the press or maybe forcing her to play with this cloak of judgment on her. She surprised them all when she showed just how much she valued her self-care her self-worth, her mental health, her peace, and her rest. She withdrew from the tournament altogether in a respectful way. Talk about when shots are backfired, okay? (laughs) Because now this tournament looks terrible for trying to shame her when she stated she was trying to protect her mental health. And now she's the new face of mental health and self-advocacy, honestly. She gets this honor of ASW's Beacon of Encouragement because at 23, she understands the importance of her mental health and her emotional health and is willing to stand up for it against the powers that be, which is something that in my 30s, I am still learning. She is a true inspiration. 
Quick side note, this is proof positive that you can learn from anyone no matter their age. So thank you, Naomi, for being a beacon of encouragement for all of us around the world who understand the courage it took to stand up and really do the unpopular thing because it was imperative to your health. Thank you for saving yourself. If you'd like to nominate a beacon of encouragement of your own, feel free to contact me on my website, www.antithesisofsuperwoman.com, and submit your nomination. Remember, a beacon of encouragement is anyone who has encouraged you in life. They deserve a spotlight, so let's give them one. Okay, now to the encouragement quote. The time to relax is when you don't have time for it, by Sydney Harris. I mean, enough said. Am I right? I need to write that quote down and paste it on my wall somewhere and with that I want to thank you all for joining me in this rest and inconvenient places episode Woo! as always I am also grateful that you are still rocking with me here as we grow in this journey living our best lives without the cape please know that I do not take it for granted if you enjoy spending time with me talking about rest then join the Encouragement Fam. We're here with open arms. Like, subscribe, and follow on any platform or podcasts are found. Remember to rate and review if you have Apple products. Can't wait to meet you back here next week for an all-new episode. You won't want to miss it. Also remember, if you have encouragement topics you want me to discuss, a beacon of encouragement you want to nominate, or questions you want answered, feel free to let me know by visiting my website at www.antithesisofsuperwoman.com. No spaces. Also, as you know, I got a big announcement. I'm going to keep making this announcement, (laughs) y'all. This is one of those church announcements that stays at the top. (laughs) Okay, here we go. So, the ASW fam now has a Facebook group. I am so excited about it, y'all. This is where we can vent, we can chat, we can encourage each other. It is a safe space. I'm going to say that again. It is a safe space for people to come and receive encouragement. And on the flip side, offer encouragement to others. The Facebook group is called the Antithesis of Superwoman Encouragement Collective. So come join it, y'all. It's a family. It's a safe space. It's a fun place to be, honestly. Second, I really want to thank everyone who participated in the podcast anniversary giveaway. It was a success. And I'm so thankful for you guys. The winner has been posted on IG and I can't wait to see when she unboxes it. I want to thank you all for joining me and I will talk to you next week. And remember, no cape, no cap. Bye.